What's the good word? Welcome to Cooperville Residence. It is Cooper. Podcast is proudly brought to you by Midwest Meals. Midwestmeals.com. We're talking fully cooked, healthy meals starting at only six fifty. Tell you what, we're recording this on National Cheeseburger Day. I had an Angus burger with sweet potato fries from Midwest Meals last night. Freaking delicious. No waiting at the damn drive-thru either. Right into the microwave. Two and a half minutes. Done. But what is this really all about? Let's boil it down. Let's break it down for you like this. Why Midwest Meals? Midwest Meals exists to fight obesity. You know, there's a lot of crap going on in the news and the media. The government is all trying to fix things that they make into big problems. Seven people killed by vaping. So minuscule in comparison to the deaths from obesity. Get healthy. Do it the right way. Midwest Meals. And if you go to MidwestMeals.com and you place your order, when you check out, use the promo code COOPER. Going to get you 10% off that initial order. It's MidwestMeals.com. Hashtag MidwestFitFam. Welcome to Cooperville Podcast. Also brought to you by Monster Energy. Went on a long-ass run on Monday. Did 10 miles for the first time ever in my life. A year ago, I was not a runner. What I realized afterwards, need some refueling. Yes, sir. Monster Ultraviolet helped me get through the rest of my day because I have two mornings. One that starts at about 3.30 and one that starts at 7. The 3.31, that's my time. 7 o'clock, that's when the household gets rustled and we get going. Need to have that monster in my life. Podcast is also brought to you by Violent Gentleman Hockey Club. Hockey season just around the corner. Get your badass gear at violentgentleman.com. Going to be doing some cool giveaway stuff if you go to welcometocooperville.com and register for the newsletter. Freebies! So jacked for this episode of the podcast, Mr. Chapin Turner, also known as Chip, also known as Scotty Benz, hip-hop artist, entrepreneur, business owner. He's got his hands in everything. One of the coolest things about this podcast is the talk about overcoming adversity, turning can'ts into cans, and getting on your path to leaving a legacy and success. The Scotty Benz episode starts right now. Welcome to Cooperville. Do you know what's fun to do in Cooperville? Pack up your shit and get the fuck out. Listen. www.welcometocooperville.com Who the fuck says www anymore? I can't even say it. www.www.com Stop that. The Welcome to Cooperville podcast. On demand anywhere quality podcasts are available. And some places where cheap podcasts are available. And the local gas station has some. Subscribe. Get updates. Feel better about your life. Welcome to Cooperville.com. Check, 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 one, check, check. Welcome to Cooperville. Make sure you use a coaster. The wife gets upset when we leave rings on the tables. What's going on, people? It is the Welcome to Cooperville podcast, episode number 29. My man, Scotty Benz, Chapin Turner, Chip, is a man of many aliases, and I dig that about you. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Good. Thanks for having me in here. No, I'm excited to uh, to talk to you about a plethora of things. Um, I had a chance to... uh, we crossed paths a couple of times down at uh, Chip's Barbershop down on Water Street. And then I uh, had a chance to listen to you uh, on Dr. Jay LaGuardia's podcast. I've had Dr. Jay on here, 
talked about a bunch of stuff, and so I, I definitely check his out. Power, Passion, Prosperity podcast, Triple P Nation. Yeah. Yep. Shout out to my boy Jay, or our boy Jay, who's like he's like over in France or something right now. Just like, yeah, he was in. He he texted me earlier and showed me a sent me a picture from uh, Dublin, Ireland. <laughs> yeah, he was like, check this barbershop out, and I was like, man. That's cool. You had to send that to me. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it. I appreciate <laughs> yeah. it, world traveler. I appreciate it. Yeah. But no, so, you know, listening to uh, to your story and and I guess, you know, not knowing, walking into the shop and, uh, you know, you have, a, you have a presence about you, I think, um, you know, so you walk in and, and, you know, you have the the slot right in the front, the chair right in the front by mm-hmm. the windows. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you're, you talk, you know, you, you get your point across. There's mm-hmm. laughter. Um, so yeah, I think the you're- banter. Yeah, it's good though. I think you know. I think we need that in our life. Everybody's kind of in their own silent world, a lot of the times. Uh, you know, with their head buried in their phone. Which, yeah. But I heard the podcast and learned so much about your story and how when you dig deep, a little bit deeper behind entrepreneurs or you know people who are motivated, um, you learn so much about how they got to that point. And I think a lot of the stuff that I want to talk about with you today is is getting to that point and about overcoming, um, because I think there's there's many different paths you can take to to become a successful either entrepreneur or business person or, or really just an overall successful person, whatever your definition of that happens to be. Um, there's paths that are much easier than others. There are paths that are, I don't want to say the- Comfortable. Yeah. The, the carpet is laid out kind of for you, and you're going to go through what you know, each individual considers a struggle a different thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but we they all have our own definition of success as well, you know? Exactly. You can just be happy and just be at peace with yourself, which is, that's awesome too. Namaste, you know? Yeah, Some people are, sure. and, that's, and that's awesome. But if you are looking for kind of this never-ending finish line where you always want to continue to grow and learn and, and do bigger things, to get to that point and to be able to overcome and to get in an uncomfortable situation and be able to say, you know what, this sucks, but I've been through something that's worse. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I, you know, I, I pulled a lot of that out of that podcast and, and wanted to kind of get a chance to dive in deeper and let you, you know, really, you know, tell your story because I think there's a lot of people who get to a point or have maybe had similar situations in their life and they, mm-hmm. they kind of reach that most of the time it's a block in the brain yeah. that they just can't get past. Well, I, you know, I, struggle with this and therefore I can't get here but you've been right. able to overcome since a very young age there's a lot of different ways I could look at that like for instance uh you know growing up around here I was like first generation of mixed kids mm-hmm. almost in this entire area you know it was just white people everywhere and then you know I grew up with some mongs and stuff too when I grew up on uh, Birch Street mm-hmm. dealing with like racism is weird because mm-hmm. I look you know I'm, I'm light-skinned I look white you know what I'm saying most people wouldn't even think anything unless you like probably you know get to really know me or you know what I'm saying? Know a little bit about me, but it's just weird to deal with something like that. It's like, damn, they don't like me because I'm like different, but like, mm-hmm. I'm, I think I'm cool. I think I'm a nice person. Right. So, but this is like how they judge me. So, even as I got older and I made some poor decisions, you know what I'm saying? Once you get a felony or felonies, you know, in my case, you get to a point where it's like, damn, like I made mistakes, but is this like, is, is that me now? Is that how mm-hmm. I'm going to be remembered? Mm-hmm. Am I going to be always like that, you know, a hustler? Like that's because you can be a hustler. You don't have to sell drugs. So I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, man, I can, I can do this. You know, I can't let this like define me. So, and I always had like a niche when it came to like cutting hair or like music. I, you know, I did the music when 
I had to write down my thoughts back in high school because I was like pent up and I had so much bottled up anger. I had no way to really release the shit. So I just used to write down my thoughts, you mm. know what I mean? Like whatever was going on in my head just to give me some type of, you know, release. Um, so I'm just, now I feel like I'm rambling again. No, no, it's, oh, it, <laughs> that's why we're here, man. I think that's, you know, when, when you're able to, to open form a conversation and there's no, you know, there's no path to get to the end. And, and, right. and sometimes there isn't it. I've had, I've had yeah. guests on that. I'm like, you know, you know, we'll get to an hour and 40 and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, there's so much more you can tell because I think you want to be, you know, authentic with things. Yeah. And, and sometimes the, the path to, uh, you know, to telling your story, it doesn't read like a book. You don't open it up and go chapter one, I was born. Yeah, exactly. So after you do things so many times, you're like, am I, are you tired of this shit yet? Yeah. Like, are you ready to kind of figure out where you want to go and where you're headed? So you know, and, and sometimes when you're stubborn, it's going to take some drastic things to really change your thoughts, mm-hmm. like how you process shit, where, where your values at, like, what does it mean to you? And, you know, there's a couple of things in, in life that have like really changed, like how I look at stuff. Like, like I was telling, saying to Dr. J, like my grams never gave up on me. Like mm-hmm. she always was like, you're going to school, then you're going to college, <laughs> you're going, yeah. you know, I'm packing you up and I'll bring you there myself. Like. She like, you know, I'm like, damn, like she fucking really believes in me. Like she right. So like, I have like a responsibility, like, damn, like I got to do this. Not only like for her, but now I also got to do it for people who didn't think I was ever going to be shit. Right. And, and then I'll, you know, do it for myself as well. But like at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you got something to prove now, you know what I'm saying? So I had to get my shit together and figure out what I was going to do. And even after that, after that, and, uh, I still had gotten in trouble because mm-hmm. I was still stubborn and still wanted to try to make some extra, you know what right, I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, man, it's... So, so it's like, and that, that lifestyle is addicting because you get addicted to the freedom. You know, you can mm-hmm. really do what you want, what you wanted to do, you know? So, but yeah, so after that, um, I just remember having, having my son Apollo and that just like switched up my shit. Like, damn, mm-hmm. I just always be thinking like, I probably did a lot of the same shit my dad did, huh? Like, I'm just like following the cycle. Right. I need to break that shit and break away from that and do like my, my own shit and like have my own vision of how I want my life to be and what my legacy means. You know what I'm saying? So like monkey see monkey do is that fucking simple. Your kids watch you. They get your patterns. They get your anger. They get your smart mouth. They get all of that, you know? So, so after that, um, like I said, that whole hustler thing, you get that. Once you get used to freedom and you realize that you you were doing it on your own like that, it's like, okay, now you can break that really down into anything. I don't care if it's a cleaning business. Right. I don't care if it's, you know, you want to start a podcast or you want to, you know, be an artist and like lay down, lay some stuff down, you know? So um, I just feel like once you realize that you can, you were able to do that and risk everything, <laughs> you're yeah. risking to go to jail you know what i mean you're risking your freedom you're risking all that shit all the dumb stuff that comes with it now you're going to be on probation mm-hmm. all this you know what i mean so, and the challenges that go along with yeah those so things. if you can do it legally and just like sit down and really plan it and just take the time to learn a, a few things you know what i'm saying like ask people questions find someone that you admire and let you know what i'm saying a lot of people are going to be super happy to mentor a little bit and kick you some knowledge if they see that you're hungry right you know, so if you can do it like that, I feel like, you know, you can you can succeed. You just got to really want it and visualize what the hell you're trying to do. Like see see a little bit of like like for me, for instance, once I got an itch that it was working, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and people were happy. Like they loved like the whole schedule aspect of the barbershop, being able to get in when they wanted to. Right. They liked the banter. You know what I mean? Once I got that feeling that they really enjoyed it and people started just to flow and flow and then it started to just grow from one room to another room to now we're in a big, you know, in like a nice building, you know, and I can design it how I want. Like that makes me hungry. It makes me more hungry. It makes me like, you know, that's, I could take a lot of pride in that. And then, and once you know that you're doing the right thing, you just got to wake up, repeat, and just be grateful, you know? When you have to go through a lot of the things that you had to go through, even from a young age, um, and, and I have, I grew up in this area as well. I understand what, you know, I, from a, obviously a, a very different vantage point, but I, I know what the, what the culture was like here and mm-hmm. how, you know, not very diverse this area has been for for a long time. I mean, you know I think there's the last probably 15 10 you know 10 15 years there's been some some more diversity in the area but mm-hmm. when you have to go through that at a young age, you know, in the paths that you end up going down, there's I think there's you almost get to that fork in the road and and I think for you and and maybe even for me to an extent, you know, when you add a child into the mix and even at that, because some people can take that having a child thing and it doesn't fucking matter. You know, it's like, well, whatever, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like, yeah, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to still do me, you know? Yeah. I have a kid, but I'm going to do me. And, yeah. and that can lead to, again, the cycle that you talked about. But when yeah. you, when you have a moment of clarity or a moment of realization and you get to look back at all the, the struggles that you had to go through and, um, the challenges that, you know, Sometimes you put yourself in, and sometimes it was, mm-hmm. it was just kind of what what was laid before you. You yeah. are able to, I think. Again, it reflects back to what I said earlier: is you go, okay, now this is about more. This is about more than just I want to hustle and I want to have the money and the freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, now you're like, and then you start impl- implementing the word legacy into it. You know, and showing children from infancy to yeah. you know hopefully you know the future they, leaders yeah this <laughs> it really is i mean these yeah. we think about it in so many different contexts because it's such a different generation yeah. of kids that are growing up and they be like why don't why don't you do more of this but you are able to kind of grab life by the balls and say all right i'm a pretty good hustler you know yeah. I, I know i know what it takes to grind and what you know some of the similarities in business uh, practice that go along, how can I use this mm-hmm. that's not showing my my son or it's not showing my children that this is the path and it's going to get, you know, the path of, a path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. There's not a whole lot of struggle. There's some concerns, but here I'm going to go and it's going to be late nights, early mornings, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, you know, trips, you know, to, to go and meet and network, all that stuff that you had to go through. Do you think that has given you kind of a, I'm going to say thicker skin, but kind of a stronger mentality you know to, to make yeah. some make some of the big choices that you have to make yeah i've uh like a lot of stuff is just on my my instincts you know mm-hmm. like just how i how i really genuinely feel about it you know i don't know i feel like i'm what's the word i'm looking for intuitive empath mm-hmm. you know you're, you're, you're an empath yeah you kind of yeah. get it you, you, know, you feel yeah, for the feel environment like, yeah yeah so man I, when I every time i think about all the all the stupid decisions i made i'm just mm-hmm. like man why why did I keep doing it over and over and over again? Like I, I've fell off and lost all the dust and like I was making shit decent amounts of money and fell off like four times and mm-hmm. had nothing. I had to climb all the way back up. And this did over and over. And it's like I think about that shit like I never want to do that right. again. Never I never want to do that down. again. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it did help me get over it. It helps me get over my my uh careless decisions. Mm-hmm. Like I wanna plan more what I'm doing so my attack is right. You know what I mean? Like 
uh, success favors the prepared, mm -hmm. you know? So Absolutely. as long as you're, as long as you're really focused on what you want to do and like continue to tell yourself what, like your self-talk is so major. You have to be able to talk to yourself in a way where you like, you're, you respect yourself. Cause if you're talking like you wouldn't, like you're sitting there talking, having a negative thought in your head, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes think about if you'd be saying that shit to your friend next to you, like you wouldn't say that goofy shit to your friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. fucking switch snap out of that yeah. shit and just think about the positive stuff mm -hmm. and be grateful. Cause that's what happens with all of us. We always have these negative thoughts, you know what I mean? Like, but it's hard. But if you if you're conscious of it and you can just switch it off and be like, oh, why are you mad? Like some people would be pissed off and they just act like an asshole. But you're not mad at me. You're mad because you fucking slammed your finger in the door earlier right. this morning. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We fall into, I think, traps where really small things, uh, really small issues can destroy an entire day. And sure. if you destroy an entire day, especially if you're somebody who is, you know, trying to move something forward, whether it's a business, whether it's a, a fitness plan, whether it's eating healthy, whatever it is that you're trying to be a better parent, whatever it is that you're trying to move forward. One thing, you know, you mentioned slamming your finger in the door. That shit happens, you know. Does, I, yeah. My wife and my son, they are, at some point, they're not going to have any toes because they kick fucking <laughs> everything. Like, I just hear owls. Like, it's about every 45 minutes when they're both here. Like, ow, I'm like, who stubbed their toe on what? Yeah. But, you know, what happens is if you hold on to that moment and you're just, it, kind of gets you in a, a negative mind frame and it gets you kind of pissed off and and that just kind of dwells in your day you know someone asks you chip hits me up on ig and is like hey what's up man i'm like well slam my finger in the door when when did you do that well like 12 hours ago but fuck man like i'm still pissed like i'm still pissed <laughs> off about it you know that that whole like time yeah. frame that 12 hours or however long maybe that one thing stopped you from <laughs> posting something on that you wanted to get out or making yeah. a phone call. You're like, well, I can't, I'm all pissed off now. I can't make a phone call to a, you know, a potential client or I can't, <laughs> yeah. you know, for you, you know, can't go into work or, you know, I, I can't work. I got this sore finger, man. I can't make this shit work. <laughs> I got bills to pay. <laughs> you know, that, if you fall into that and that's, that's on the light end of things. I mean, yeah. you can have some, you know, sure. more serious things that occur over the course of a day. Yeah. It's, it's, it's important to have that balance and, and right. be able to mentally like, put yourself in you know different situations and separate yourself from the business to the personal mm. like just because something may upset you that doesn't mean you have to react and let anyone even see that it right. fazed you you yeah. know what i'm saying like you have the option to process it however you want to but you got to be aware of what's going on like you know we all have like like for instance like my girl if she doesn't have coffee in the morning like you know how it is like mm. if you do if you're a coffee drinker I'm probably not even going to say like three words to her until she like goes ahead and gets her coffee, sits down, and then she's in her zone. Like, cool. Like, that's <laughs> your pad. We're good like, now. We're yeah, good. you're good. good. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. So, you know, everyone's different. Everyone's, everyone's hardwired different. So there really is no right or wrong, mm -hmm. but especially if you don't care what people think or in, in general, and more yeah. power to you, I guess. <laughs> yeah. If you can have kind of a, but, I'll give a fuck attitude, then that's. <laughs> yeah. But you yeah. want to be kind of courteous most of the yeah. time. Yeah. Like, like you should put pants on before you go outside. I mean, you may not give a fuck what your neighbors think, but For they sure. probably will call the police. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that really happened. We talked about internal dialogue and, you know, your thoughts and what you, how you handle that situation. You slam your finger in the door or a, a conversation with, you know, girlfriend or wife or, say, if you if you can like take the second or two minutes to have a conversation with yourself and 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 even use yourself in in the third person, mm -hmm. like, are you really going to let this 
conversation is, you know, think about the conversation. Think about slamming your finger in the door. Are you going to allow this to unhinge your entire day? You know, if, if mm-hmm. I slam my finger in the door at, you know, three o'clock in the morning and my morning goes off and I, you know, my kid gets up at, at quarter to seven or seven o'clock and I got to get him ready for school and I'm kind of on edge about this incident. Well, now he kind of gets on edge and then he's now we're sending him off to school. It's to contagious. Go, the trickle down effect. And then all of a sudden it's the end of the day. And in, if you're still yeah. holding on to that, but if you can have that talk with yourself, like, dude, imagine the, <laughs> letting this go and being able to like accomplish something or yeah. at least, Hey, he's getting up, you know, take it. If you need to take some time to sometimes ice you your need finger. Some, sometimes you also need someone around you who is not scared to like, right. just to tell you how it yeah. is. Like, Shut the fuck up. Dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, my girl, my girl straight up would be like, yo, like, I don't know what's going on, but I can tell you're in a bad mood. It's like, you're, everyone can feel if your energy's off. And yeah. I'm just like, well, I had a fucked up day. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen my finger? And like I'm, for real. And it's I'm fucked still, up. I'm just quiet. Leave me alone. I'll be back. But, Oh, yeah, like I'll go and lock myself in the studio for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Like the way I process my music is if something does affect me, I can't even like, I can't process my thoughts like to actually put it down on, on paper or on my phone. Like I have to like live with it. Right. To like, this is how it really made me feel. Like because sometimes, you know, like if you mm-hmm. react immediately, sometimes you're just saying something because you want to be spiteful or you just want right. to be petty because it's funny or something. Or, But really it's pissing you off, you know. Mm-hmm. Now you so. we, we talked about writing and we talked about music. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scotty Benz on uh, on the socials, check mm-hmm. it out. Um, S K O T T Y. Yeah, don't forget the K. Yeah, there is. Um, you talked about writing at a young age and being able to to take your emotions and your anger and the things that you were dealing with, mm-hmm. um, even at a very young age, and be able to take those and find an outlet for them. And for you, that was pen to paper, mm-hmm. and just writing what you were feeling. You know mm-hmm. where. Does that is that still a, a tool that you utilize? I mean, you kind of just briefly talked about being able to go into the studio, but that's you- that's like actually exactly what mm. what I do because I like to rap about like my life, what I've been through, what I've seen like from people closest to me. I don't really like to use like a bunch of imaginary shit. Right. I, I just feel like that's just a, I'm not a gimmick. And mm. I don't want to be portrayed as one either. So yeah, so when I when I write, it is personal. A lot of the stuff is exi- you know really just about um you know it could be about a family situation it could mm-hmm. be about um a flashback to high school it could be about seeing somebody you know crash and burn yeah. it could be about anything like that so music and you know when you think hip-hop i i grew up and i was a uh, uh, like cypress hill was introduced to me and then my mom like almost disowned me she was like what the fuck are you listening to you know so i <laughs> yeah. you know i think Cypress Hill led me kind of into some House of Pain stuff, and then I and then I was into the, you know, the Tupac and 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 Biggie and Puff, and then that whole rivalry thing. And so, even though there was some authenticity there, there was. Yeah. I think you know, especially when you look at a guy like Pac, who was. I mean, that's that's pretty much writing it how it was. Yeah, there's some aspects of it that step into this imaginary lifestyle that you talked about. This, mm-hmm. this like this really isn't real. But yeah. I, you know, smoking mirrors. Yeah. yeah. Look, it's it's really nice over here. It is, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's driving the beautiful vehicle in the video, and then like, well, I had to catch an Uber out of here because you know I'm out. But <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you if you follow if you're following people who you feel like are real, yeah, and you're watching their footsteps and the stuff that they did, and then the way that they're living now, like even if they did have the imagination before they really like had it, they kind of 
had it set out to where they really wanted to go, yeah. and then it became their reality. It was in the they put it in the universe, but they had to yeah, but they also had to do all of the groundwork mm-hmm. and all of the stuff that everyone else doesn't want to do, and that's why there's the one percenters, and then there's you know the in betweens, and then the cats who are just like. I'm cool. Like my bills are paid. Like right. that's, that's what's up too. Like, but <laughs> I'm never satisfied personally. Right. Like my girl would be like, "Oh yeah, you're cool. You you happy? You got a G wagon?" She's like, "In fucking two years, you're gonna want something else." You know? I'm like, "Oh, well, yeah. maybe. I don't. I don't know. More, more I than like likely. It. More yeah. than likely. Um, but being a being an artist, a uh, hip hop artist from uh, not just the Midwest, but uh, being from a smaller market than you yeah. know a lot of what. Uh, uh, and that's not, not that just that transcends hip hop. I mean, that's like really any artist that you see from any genre. It's it, it's tough to find them that they may have roots in a small community, but all of a sudden they move to, you yeah. know, Minneapolis, Chicago, yeah, Detroit, and, and, and yeah, then yeah. all of a sudden that, that that then that's where they're from. You know, they go from yeah. you know waving green and yellow to oh man, yeah, I'm a you know I'm a Lions fan. All of a sudden, like no, you're really not. Yeah. But you know, I think there is when you grow up around here and when you grow up in the Midwest, you almost are it's ingrained with you a, a certain sense of being authentic about things and being real. And, and, and when you write, writing songs about like, no, this shit's like actually what's happening. You know, mm-hmm. this is the struggles of, uh, you know, how you grew up. This is the struggles of, you know, being a hustler and, and what you had to, you know, go through to, you know, hustle on one end and then, you know, put it into a business perspective. Where is your career at now? I know there was, uh, I checked out the video, Pesos Euros, and yeah. um, there's a lot of positive things going on, you know, mm. from, from my vantage point in your career. Where are you at yeah, with things? Where's the, where's the road taking you? Well, right now I'm working on a gig with my guy Curfew out in California. He's mm-hmm. trying to line a couple of things up out there. But really I'm just uh, looking at my body of work. Um, my next project that I'm going to push out is called... Uh, AOTA, mm-hmm. which stands for all of the above. And uh, so I got a bunch of singles on there from uh, dope local producers, uh, Big J on the Beat, shout out to him, shout out to Curfew. Um, I got Northern Noise, does all the mixing and mastering. Um, I just released uh, a couple cover records with my guy J Mob, mm-hmm. uh, MGM Music. And uh, we did, what did we do? We did uh, Oxbow, that's about to drop. Um, Today or tomorrow on my SoundCloud. Um, let's see, what's the other doing I just did? Uh, we did Tap, the Nav and Meek Mill remix, and we did uh, Money in the Grave, the Drake and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Rick Ross. So we just yeah, we just released those. But I'm really just trying to plan out my next video, where right. I'm going to be at, um, and then balance that with my life being you know a business owner and a father, and you know future husband. <laughs> <laughs> so, future husbands of the world yeah so i'm trying to just really balance it out because as much as i love music you know that was one of the things too like that's why when i was, was hustling all of my most of my hustle stuff was going towards my music passion right. but even if, as i'm doing my music i haven't really found the avenue where i feel like i could live comfortably and take care of my whole family mm-hmm. so as i you know so i had to step back and really prioritize where you know my responsibilities laid so, you know, so as much as I love music, I'm out here still grinding, you know, doing everything independently. Um, so it does take a lot of planning, but I'm looking forward to my next little project and visual. So do you think that makes you a, a better artist, a more rounded artist when you you do have to go through, I mean, the, re- the realities of balance? Because I think that's I mean, it's hard for me. I can't respect it. Dude, I re- that's why I talked about the whole gimmick thing. Like mm-hmm. I, I couldn't. Even if you look cool as hell on TV, and I meet you in real life, and you're not like that, right. it's just corny to me. Like yeah. I'm not, I wouldn't hang out with you in real life. 
You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know, man. Like, if everyone's looking like it's cool and you're, but you're wearing a whole bunch of fake jewelry, and then I meet you in person, I can tell that shit's like just like, what is he wearing? <laughs> that shit's fucking weird to me. You know, and right. I can't respect you for that. But I'm not saying you can wear it, but then just be real about it. Don't yeah. act like you're fucking not jumping into Bentley. Right. You know, I don't know. That's why I was going to talk about Nipsey Hustle. That's why I respected him so mm-hmm. much and watched his grind for 15 years. 20 years as he made his way into the industry and he was like disrespected and then before you know it he just blew the fuck up and he was everything that he talked about like that's awesome to watch that just you know yeah so it's uh, a a lot of the industry uh you know music industry has changed a lot i mean from the radio chair from like i said uh, before we started recording you know since time i was 18 or 19 years old Mm -hmm. Uh, even before that i was you know playing the tunes at like school dances and stuff like i first got my <laughs> license and the first thing i did was like what well, can i fit like you know some big pvs in here and you yeah. know i had like double tape deck you know shit that i was rolling out and, and, and <laughs> instead of like actually going to the dance i was like djing at it but yeah. you know the industry has gone from the select few that got through mm-hmm. um and, and this this is all genres to the use of social media avenues like soundcloud um not ease because it, it's still not easy to put out mm-hmm. a good music video. It still takes and in, in several of the ones lot. that yeah. that you put out. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that's quality stuff, but it's not as big, massive production undertaking as it was in the eighties and nineties and even early two thousands. So technology is crazy, and it's still difficult. The struggle mm-hmm. is still. In, I mean, not to coin the the phrase, but the struggle is still real. But mm-hmm. there seems to be many more avenues for artists these days to kind of get their music into not just their fans' hands and in their fans' ears, Mm -hmm. but to have, you know, the capability of something spreading like wildfire when you do, when you utilize that fan network and they start to say, Hey man, check this out, check this out. And you start to, you know, catch the ear of somebody else that you, you know, want to work with. Is it, is it a, yeah, it was like what you're talking about with the whole networking. Like, you know, if, if you get something that is just, because it could be a like for instance i i like i'm still trying to write a hit maybe i've already you know written one and mm-hmm. it just hasn't hit the ears of somebody who can mm-hmm. actually do something with it but at the end of the time at end of the day it's like you could have this dope ass record but it's all about your networking and who you're meeting mm-hmm. and whose hands is is jumping into cuz maybe maybe the time is right now for it or maybe mm-hmm. it's not maybe they're not ready for this yet cuz as you know the culture just constantly is changing and um like shit, I was listening to, um, I think it was Sway in the morning, and Nelly was talking about. They were like, you know, how do you t- think about artists nowadays? And he said, I just try to respect them mm. and let them do their thing because back when I was coming up, everyone was trying to, you know, criticize me and you know talk shit about my type of music because right. it was different. Mm-hmm. But he's like, now I got Diamond Records, you know, so it's like. You gotta let you gotta let people be themselves and be unique because you're not the one. They don't give a shit if you like your song. You're not buying yourself your own shit a million times, right? You know, what I'm <laughs> like I got my song. And I just went platinum, but I, I bought them all. They're all yeah, sitting so in the fucking like, truck out here. Yeah, you know. So like, it has to be like we were saying. Like, yeah, it's got to be like contagious, man. Like, it's got to be something that like everyone can relate to and like it had and a lot of times with music why people love you know songs and different styles and genres because it like makes you feel a certain type of way it sparks your emotions and it makes you like be like man i really feel like that you know and that's why i love music it's you know music's been been crazy over the last uh i mean it's been crazy forever but i grew up in a household that my dad was like hardcore old school country 
mm. like the old shit. Like, <laughs> like we didn't have anything to play it on shit. Like, I don't know, like whatever, I don't know what we're going to do with this, but he's we, the one that's saying it. Yeah. He was like, no, fuck it. I'll just grab the guitar. It'll be fine. Um, you know, and my mom was kind of a child of the sixties. So we, you know, we kind of had some of the, the hippie stuff uh, playing in there. So I think, you know, I branched out into hip hop when I was, when I was young, cause it was just the opposite of all that. It was like, yeah. okay, here is, I'm, I'm going against what, you know, in the nineties when hip hop kind of blew up and yeah. TV raps was on here. I am. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a white kid from Eau Claire, Wisconsin you know, yeah. and, and all these, we had access to all these things but it was cool to, has been cool to see this crossover this genre crossover that's happened uh in, in the last you know five years uh country and hip-hop yeah i mean two genres that you never ever ever thought yeah that you were gonna see like combined i just watched what was i watching i watched a a video of of post malone and dwight yoakam doing a song together and i was yeah. like my mind i like i almost lost my shit i'm like it, it, Am I, I like? Did I take something accidentally? I thought I took a vitamin, but I feel like I'm seeing. Yeah, I post. mean, it's the community. Yeah, you know, it's like so the community crazy. that supports it is huge, especially in this area now too. Like it's really, it's really blowing up. I was witness to, and I worked on a rock station for the majority of my career, but I was in the same building as a major country station, not just in the area, but one that is nationally recognized as one of the bigger country stations in, in the country. And I remember. First, Jason Aldean kind of did, he had a little bit more of a hip-hop sound to one of his songs, and there was some pushback from that. Mm-hmm. There was Nelly that jumped on with Florida Georgia Line, and there was like pushback on, and this is not this is internal. Mm-hmm. This is the internal, you see a song that's, and whoever listens to this podcast, you know my feelings about record charts and and how much money goes into getting your song pushed up and down it. But Exactly, yeah. When these things are not just trending on the chart, but you see them on all platforms, are being heard across the country in small town USA. Mm-hmm. You have Nelly and Florida Georgia Line. It was really fun to watch the the pushback from you know from our management team you know for the country station say, "Ooh, I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. we, we better play the edited version." You know, the, yeah. the, they edit out the Nelly rap part of it. To now, all of a sudden, um, you know, you're seeing these major collaborations with hip hop, yeah. um, you know, and and country and hip hop and rock is always kind of had this friendship i mean you got run dmc and is in the is in the rock and roll hall of fame because they belong there mm-hmm. um but it, the, the country hip-hop thing has always kind of been it's a positive thing to see because you're talking about two two genres of music that in my mind growing up had a tendency to be kind of stereotyped and pigeonholed as that's over there and that's over mm-hmm. there they're on separate sides yeah. of you know this is you know here's the line and nobody up here listens to that and nobody down here listens to that and we're keeping them separate mm. now all of a sudden you kind of see them collaborating together and working together and i think it's that's a, yeah it's just like you know the love of music yeah and like being open to try something new i think that's just, i think it's cool me personally like i don't <laughs> like, listen to any i don't listen to like any country really like that right. but that doesn't mean i don't respect some like the classic records and like right. you know what i mean like when people were making music way back when like they had a different lifestyle like maybe if i was born in the in the 50s or 60s mm-hmm. I would love country music. Right. Maybe I would love some of these songs, and you know what I'm saying because that's like what you're what you see. Like when I grew up, I was listening to like R and B and Boys to Men and shit. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I was growing up. I was right. growing up on all old school like R and B stuff, and you know. So I don't know. It was like like you said, the opposite. It was yeah. literally the opposite. Like when I when I'd listen, I remember being in the car and being like, mom, why is he singing like that? <laughs> like, I can't, for, I can't figure it out. Like, 
what the fuck is going <laughs> on? Like, why is he doing it to his voice like that? Like, I know he can, he, he's got to be doing it intentionally. And she's like, it's country music. And I was like, I just don't like it. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, <laughs> just don't, did he fall? He could do I it just, so much smoother. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. And, and I think there's, I still have some of that too. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a, a connoisseur of all genres of music and more because I, I like a lot of different takes on on life yeah you know and that's why i love doing this podcast because you get a lot of different you know angles and perspectives on things yeah. but yeah there's there's artists and there's artists in, in rock and and that i have heard and and that people are like this is the best shit ever and you're gonna love it and i'm like who the fuck's buying <laughs> this like for real like yeah. like where is this who is this angry child like let let him let him come to the uh <laughs> come to find some namaste yeah. but um i think music industry and being an entrepreneur especially hip hop. I think there's there's been a lot of great examples of of artists that have multitasked and done a lot of different things um in a lot of different areas. And mm-hmm. I, I I foresee you kind of in that same world because you have not just Scotty Benz and the hip hop career, but you also have, you know, you got the barbershop, your business owner, you got, you know, you're part of a product line, which I have in the bathroom. I don't know if it's from the maintenance. I got the paste. And I got, you got uh, the clothing yeah, line clothing too. too. Yeah. You yeah. Know, People suck apparel.com. Jump on there. But you got, you got your hands yeah. in, in so many things. Where does chip find balance? Where do you find that? You're Definitely getting, my girl. Yeah. And she's the one that kind of, gives yeah, you, she's the one that processed yeah. like, cause I have so many ideas sometimes she'd be like, Oh my God, babe, hold on. Just chill. Like, <laughs> She's like, we're already organizing, helping organizing all the stuff for the homeless and stuff mm-hmm. right now. Like, and I'm not already, I'm already on to the next right. thing I want, yeah. thing that I want to do. But she's like, no, nah, let's just like slow down, organize the stuff, and you know. So if I'm doing too much, she kind of lets me know and gives me, gives me good perspective. Like I, I just know that she's not gonna bullshit with me, and she right. just keeps it like, no, like let's just chill for a second. Do you file those ideas away though? Jot them down, like, oh man, and yeah, if now I, it's not the right time, maybe I can't even. I can't even let them go if I wanted to. Like, some of them are just stuck <laughs> in stuck, my head. They're in the back of the brain all yeah, the time. Yeah, like I have a whole, like I have other ideas, like you know, for close friends and family too, mm-hmm. like what I want to invest in them with, because I like know what they kind of want to do, but right. like you know, you never want to just like kick them off the ledge, <laughs> but you want to like get them to look like, look, it's deep enough down there, you can jump. It'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. Just yeah. like take the little leap, but you know, but you can't force anyone to do it like you know the old saying you bring the horse to the water but you can't yeah. force it to drink it you know so that was probably a country artist by the way probably was yeah <laughs> see, you know see, yeah it's, it's everywhere someone correct me i hope you know you got um with, with all these things that you have going on and, and and still more ideas and things like that on an important scale hustling for yourself hustling for the legacy for the family to show your kids not here's what you should do you don't have to follow my path exactly but mm-hmm. if you want something if you want you yeah. know to reach this level, or if you want to do something, you have to work for it. Mm. How much does the give back? Because you, you kind of touched on it there, and I want to—I mm. want to make sure that we brought it up um, with doing things for the homeless. I know you do some great stuff um, with giving out, doing the free haircut thing, and, and I know the girls at the shop do the, uh, things for veterans, which is which for is sure. fantastic. Yeah. How how important is that? Even as you not not struggle, because I, I don't think that you're in a struggling position. But even as you're continuing to grow something, it could be very easy to fall into a trap where you're like, nope, I got to just like fucking focus on and mm. focus on these 35 things that I have in front of me. But to be able to bring that element in where you are not doing it for you when you're not doing it for, you know, the brand like, you're doing it because, yeah. it, because it feels, you can help. Yeah. Cause if it, it feels good, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's like, as I get older and uh, look at a lot of the stuff that my mom 
probably took more help than she probably didn't even want to take it because mm-hmm. she was prideful, you know. But right. but realizing like someone else seeing that like you're trying really hard, like oh mm-hmm. like this was a good person, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so, and then when they probably helped her out, they probably made them feel good too. Like ah, I did something right, you know? Yeah. Like you feel good by helping somebody else out, especially like if they're they are trying their hardest or they. Or they just need like, you know, a pat on the back or a haircut yeah. to smile, like to go to that job interview or, you know, whatever the case may be. Like I'd be trying to tell people sometimes, like, why don't you just try it? Why don't you just like try to do something nice for somebody? Like, you might like it. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they'll do it for somebody else too. It's crazy how it works. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, Which you can create like, by helping one person and then you know that yeah. grows. And into, it doesn't take that much. Like if, yeah. it might take a little bit of your time cool you spend a day doing something Mm -hmm. you're tired go to sleep yeah you know what i'm saying like but you're gonna feel good about it not only that like you can you're gonna like make a little imprint on somebody else too to be like like their conscience will be eating at them slowly like i gotta do something for somebody else i don't even care if you hold open the door for somebody or you help someone grab like the groceries and bring Mm -hmm. it to their car or you know it just like just being just being a good try to be a good person like we all have our flaws we all battle with demons you know Mm -hmm. but at the end, like we're we're all fucking the same. <laughs> we're all we're, we're all, all on this rock yeah, we're flying all, through space. Yeah, we're just all battling, you know, our yeah. own shit inside mm-hmm. of our head. That's why I was, was talking about the whole self talk thing. Like you got to know how to talk to yourself. Yeah, because it's easy to get trapped in your own head. You know what I'm saying? You can't escape that. We tend to live there, and, and sometimes that that duration of time that we we stay up in our head, mm-hmm. uh, we get lost in it, and you 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 find yourself. I talk a lot about you know falling down the rabbit hole of, of being on social media and and mm-hmm. what that. I one hundred thousand percent believe in the value of social media, especially for entrepreneurs and people that are trying to grow business yeah. and trying to grow brand. But you can fall down a trap and mm-hmm. end up in a very negative space unintentionally. Yeah. The same thing can happen in your brain when you start to have those negative thoughts. And I think when you can take time. Clear out your thoughts, clear out your head, mm-hmm. and and look at your day and know that man, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna get up and I was gonna work out but I didn't, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna spend some time on Facebook and then I'm gonna probably gonna game for a little bit mm-hmm. and then you know, I gotta get my kid up, you know you when you look at the ability to help somebody and what that can do for your positive your yeah, mental process if you can look at how you spend your day it is amazing how much time that people have mm-hmm. everybody we don't have no, there's not enough hours in the day there's not enough time in the day well if you look at your day. And look at how it it flows and functions. You know, do it for three days. Mm-hmm. Start on a maybe don't start on a Monday if you're not a Monday person, but start on a day, and just kind of mentally or even on a notepad, keep track of how your day goes. Mm-hmm. And if you all of a sudden say, "Wow, yeah, I I, I went to the bathroom and ended up spending 45 minutes in there. Most of the time was spent on Facebook, just scrolling with my thumb. Or I, yeah. you know, I sat down and I was looking. To, you know, I had to buy a beard straightener on Amazon and I ended up in the Amazon trap of, Oh, look there, there's a sale on something I really don't need. Mm-hmm. Um, or I was driving over here and I ended up, I went to the grocery store without a list. And now two hours later, I'm walking out with, you know, $400 worth of groceries that half of them will get, get thrown away. But if you look mm-hmm. at your day and you say, man, if I can take an hour, Chapin's doing something for the homeless. He's, you know, putting, you know, meals together. Mm-hmm. He's doing haircuts. Maybe shit, maybe he needs somebody to help clean up after afterwards. Mm-hmm. Hey man, what time are you done? Um, you know, I'm probably gonna be done about three. Let me come and help clean up, or let me come and help, and yeah. I'll I'll bring some, uh, bring some soda down, or bring some water down. Mm-hmm. You know that little thing, and all of a sudden you go, damn, that felt pretty good. Yeah. And then the next time something comes up, or the next day, 
Yeah. You're like, yeah. Or you see, I mean, I know you're posting a lot of stuff about what, you know, the good things that you're doing in our community. Damn, now I want to I want to get involved. I'll, maybe I'll come and talk to you. Maybe I'll come up with another thing. Maybe we'll collaborate on some ideas and say, yeah. hey, you know, I got I got this idea for for veterans or for the homeless or for mm-hmm. you know even the elderly. You know, helping out the people that you know yeah. just need something. Just a push, man. Just and maybe yeah. just a smile, like you yeah. like you said. Yeah, man. I just uh, the goal is just to just to inspire and motivate people to just want a little bit more or just mm-hmm. to help out a little bit more, like. I don't know. Like my friend, she was like, I was like, man, I can't believe you just littered. She just <laughs> yeah. like looked at me. And now, I, now I know in her mind though, she's like, man, I can't even throw shit out the window anymore without <laughs> thinking about that. <laughs> that, that, you know, that but it kind of like, works like that, you know, like just funny shit, man. It's, but. you know, it was a small thing. It's very similar <laughs> though. Like I was throwing away like a, a food container yeah. and we recycle, you know, we, we, you know, we, we recycle on a daily basis, but I was, I don't know if it was some documentary that was on but i was like oh and they're like oh well do you know you can recycle this and now i'm like looking at every single thing i throw away like yeah. shit like if i throw this in the garbage like this is going to be in this bag like forever yeah. you know and i'm not even like a huge environmentalist but i'm like you start Im- implementing those little but non-conscious you, yeah, things but then you even, yeah because yeah. just think about like so let's say like in 10 15 years you know this this young man's like yeah man remember you were giving us free haircuts for those you know back then every day yeah. for first day of school now maybe they have this idea where they can fill a void for somebody right. else or help them like when they needed something boom and then it's just you know what i mean like it can just yeah. just pay it forward like just one person just you never know what you're really doing for them and it's not really it's not really necessarily your business you're just right. doing it because you wanted to, and and you wanted to help somebody. So. And you don't know. You you talked about inner demons, you know, the things that people are dealing with. Yeah. It's something that we are so wrapped up in our own thoughts, in our mm-hmm. own mental process, that we can go through our day, and we don't really, maybe outside of the people that are most influential in our lives, wives, girlfriends, kids. Like, we don't think about the person that just cut us off uh, on the way to the school. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what the fuck? Like, dude, like, I'm here. Like, can't you see? Like, if you took time to consciously think about things that happen, you don't know that. Maybe, you know what? Maybe that person's just an asshole. There are those people out there. Right, right. But you don't know. Maybe their family's in the hospital or something. They're dealing with something. They had a bad day. They, you know, they just got let, they just got fired. They Mm -hmm. have to try to figure out now the rest, you know, their life plan. We are so quick to be like, well, that person's that way because of that. Because we don't ever take the time to go, you know what? I bet that that other human probably has some shit going on that, mm-hmm. you know, we're all fucked up. Yeah. Like and at the end of the day, like <laughs> <Absolutely>. if <laughs> some people, some people are really good at like blocking their fucked upness. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that person over there, you know. And I do this every day. I go to school to pick up my kid yeah. at three thirty, <laughs> and I stand there and I look at you know, soccer mom like driving a fucking Cadillac, and and yeah. I look at you know dude over here all like oh just got back from the gym like it's fucking three o'clock in the afternoon like what the fuck (laughs) and but uh, you know we don't know like that that chick's fucked up like she did something and she's like oh man i just like i gotta like really wear these yoga pants like really fucking like every single day yeah like so we don't even think about what other people are going through to trying to be like you know this ball of fire that has some rock on the outside that we're all in going through space and we should probably care a little bit more about one another yeah. We maybe should, you it's, know, It's really help easy out. to be, you know, like, like for instance, me, I, I say what's on my mind a lot. Like, yep. I try to kind of, like, be aware of it, but sometimes I'm just going to say some shit because that's how I feel at the moment. That doesn't mean I think that everyone is like that. Right. 
I mean, I could have just been, I was not going to say the person's name in particular. I could just be like, oh my God, like this person's driving me fucking nuts and just right. make a comment. I'm not sitting there like, yeah, I'm trying to bash the shit out of you. But at the same time, since I'm talking about that, like you could, you also don't want to get sucked into shit like that. Yeah. Other people's know? shit. Yeah. You get, yeah. So Other some, people's shit. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, like you got to keep your circle to, you know, to a healthy experience because certain types of people will drain your energy and they might not even be aware of it. Yeah. But some people are just kind of set up like that. And, you know, but if you, I don't know, it's weird. Like, so you have to like just balance your time because Mm -hmm. sometimes like they could be an awesome person, but that doesn't mean that they have like these negative characteristics that you're just kind of like, Oh shit. You know? Yeah. If somebody that is a constant complainer, a lot of times there's people that complain about the, the cards that they were dealt and the, mm-hmm. this is the way I am because of this. And I'm, yeah. and once you hear that for the 30th or 40th time, you're Dude, like, that's why I, I fucking that, get that's it. That's what I was saying when yeah. I, I had gotten in trouble like so many times. I'm like, dude, like I can't keep doing these yeah. stupid shit and dealing with the same stuff. I got to switch it up. I got to yeah. figure out what's, you know what I'm saying? Like I had to make the change. You have to be accountable that you're the one, like you're the reason that a lot of these things are happening. So you got to fucking, you know what I'm saying? Grab the bull by the horns or jump in the mirror and look at yourself and just be like, okay, I got to switch this up. Yeah. I got to change. I got, I can't keep doing this shit over and over. There's a great motivational speaker and I can't remember his name on top of my head. I'll, I'll hit it up in the show notes. Um, but he said, you are where you are in life because that's where you wanted to be. There's always going to be extenuating circumstances, I think, mm-hmm. but- where you put yourself and how you think about yourself, how you deal with emotions about whatever's going on. There's also something to be said about human drive. Mm -hmm. There's a person that you can give a haircut to that haircut inspires them. And they look in the mirror and they go, damn, like I I feel human and I look human. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been, maybe they've been kind of just in a rut and they, that was the one thing that picked them up. They found a job. And then again, Maybe they go back and they can help out in a certain way. There's others that will take that haircut and be like, thanks. The next time you come, they'll be like, yeah, I need another haircut. Thanks. And they will just yeah. cycle around. You got to have, yeah. you got to find something that gives you the drive so that you're not, yeah. you know, you, you can say. find the gratitude yeah. and the humility. I'm I'm here because this is where I wanted to be in life. This, you know, I, Yeah. It's nobody like else's said, fault. There's always some type of circumstances right. like, where it's like, okay, well, you really had no control, but mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I think that if you really, really want something bad enough and you can, like, like I said, we kept, I talked about the whole visualized thing. Like, you really have to get those, like, emotions to feel like you already have it, like you've possessed it, like, dreamed about it, Mm. woke up, made a different plan so you could get to where you wanted to go. Like, you have to really be able to feel that shit. And then your drive is to wake up and grind and just one step closer every Mm. time. But... Like everyone talks about the big, the big goal, you know what I'm saying? The one at the end. Really, there's five hundred thousand in the yeah. in between, small daily ones that you kill. Yeah. That that's the shit that gets you to where you want to go, you know. So, and I and for me, I took a lot of baby steps. I went backwards. I don't know how many miles, mm-hmm. and then had to walk barefoot through the cold and do a bunch of stupid yeah. shit to finally yeah. figure out. Oh man, oh, I could have jumped in a warm car with you guys the whole time. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like. So, yeah, just, I don't know. That's what, but sometimes crazy. those those experiences, those failures, you need them. And mm-hmm. I've failed a million times. 
sometimes I've failed at the same thing. We were just like we were just talking about you. I did the same shit again. I failed at that again. But at some point you go, all right, all right. Now I when I look back in retrospect, now I see that that failure Mm -hmm. was on me, and I need to I need to get my my shit straight so I can continue to go on. Goals are so important, Mm -hmm. and I think understanding what I don't think there's an end goal. I talk about this a lot on this podcast. There's never an ending. There's never a finish line. It keeps moving. Mm-hmm. If your dream is to have a beautiful house with a pool, you need to have something after you get that beautiful house with a pool. Yeah, you could have another beautiful house with a pool in it, another state. Yeah, you should have two. Find yeah. one. If you if you don't like snow, get yeah. the fuck out of here yeah. during winter. No, you gotta you gotta have a plan. Yeah, I'm, but I think I'm on that same wave. That's what I want to do. If you if you <laughs> but to get to that point, yeah. If that's your definition of happiness, and I know it's very superficial, and it's like I'm, yeah, a, whatever, but yeah. you want to figure out. And you mentioned like five hundred thousand. Yeah, five hundred million. What yeah. what today gets you closer to that goal? Yeah. And it doesn't have. I mean, people think of it in such. If I don't have it today, if I don't wake up tomorrow morning and all of a sudden I have a million followers on Instagram yeah. and endorsers are knocking down my door yeah. and they want to just throw money at me and I bought that house and I bought that house and I bought Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, patience is so key. Mm-hmm. Accomplish that goal. Accept it. Yes, that was awesome. Hey, today I made that phone call. I reached out to, you know, Scotty Benz. I said, let's fucking jump on my podcast, man. Let's mm-hmm. let's talk. For sure. Done. Let's do it. What's next? Okay, how can we grow tomorrow? That that house in Florida or that house yeah. in Arizona, wherever you want to be when it's fucking snowing out, L.A., it's still out there. You gotta find those. You gotta find the people who like motivate you. Mm-hmm. The people who have stuff that you haven't even like. You haven't even figured out how the fuck you could do it yet. But being around those type of people, you know, is going only going to help you. Right. If you're hanging around a bunch of fucking losers, you're gonna be a loser. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if you're like the coolest. You could be of, the coolest fucking yeah. person, but you still might be a loser at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like life is a marathon. So I'm not saying like just because you take the wrong path, you're just checking out. Right. But just get ahead of that shit and hang out with people who are, you know, like have the best intentions, like pure intentions. Like they don't have these side fucking views of you mm-hmm. or they're talking shit behind your back when you leave or, you know what I'm saying? Like have people around you who are like, oh, that's a cool motherfucker. That's why I hang out with them. Mm. You know, like he's going to, he's going to do something good. I think you see it in his eye. Like he's got the drive. He's got the, that's why. And then in their minds, they're like, that's why I help him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause you don't want to waste your time on people either. Like, like, you know, in business, like if you mm-hmm. fail, fail fast, get out, get, yeah. let's go start something else. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Be ready. Like, don't, yeah, be ready and just mm-hmm. and be able to like, when you see it or you feel it, sometimes you just got to go with that shit. You know what I mean? So, did you have people when you, you know, when you became a business owner, you know, when you opened the barbershop and obviously it's, it's, it's gone, it's, it's grown, you know, it, yeah. it's, st- we're, it's we're st- in a little bit, three years now, I think. Yeah. yeah. Did you have people that maybe to your face were very, not, I want to say that to your face, but th- there can be people that, that, that mm. tell you to your face, For like, sure. hey, you know, this is really cool. And I think you're really yeah. good. They'll project your fears on. But on you. <laughs> yeah. But shouldn't you maybe yeah. look at like, here's a real job over here where you yeah. have a boss and you have some like, God, you, yeah. dude, cheap. And you want to be your own boss? Like, like, oh. did you did you have people that? Yeah, had a lot. Kindly, they were nice about it. Yeah. But tried to be like, mm, we're trying to protect you, keep you in the nest. Yeah, but you know, seeing is believing. So. Mm. Like, I remember bringing it up to my grandfather, and he was, like, a little sketched at first, you know? But he had known I had been out at the mall cutting for, like, two years, and he's like, 
you know, you already been cutting hair for like, he's like, how old are you? He's like, you know, I've been cutting hair for 20 years. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, all right, well, let's go see what this spot's like, you know, that you're looking at. So I went and showed it to him and he was like, oh, this is it? He's like, this is a little ass room right here, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this is it. This, this is, it. And he's this is like, my spot. He's like, how much is it? And I told him and he's like, well, okay. He's like, I was like, I already paid like six, I was, I think maybe eight months down. I was like, I already paid eight months down. Mm. And I was like, because I don't want any stress as I'm as I'm doing my thing, you know. As you're growing, he yeah. was like, "That's smart," you know. Mm-hmm. Then he was like, "Yeah, this might this is easy for you. You got it." So he like when he saw it, then he was like, "Nah, he's he's good. Like I know he can do this." Then when I told him I had you know a couple other people that wanted to work as well, he was like, "Cool, we'll figure it out." He's like, "You know what you're doing? I think I think you got it under control now, you know." And like him yeah. him just giving me that little bit of like because a lot of people were telling me like. You know, they'll project their fears on you like yeah. I was like you know what I'm saying so you got to just know and be and be sure and have your mind made up when you really want to do something and you and you have to also be passionate about it like and just know like this is for me this is what I want to do and then you just gotta stick to it and you just because mm-hmm. there's gonna be a lot of doubts you like like I said those thoughts in your head like you're gonna come into these situations where you just like have a down day you right. know but you just gotta just realize like all right today's done Let's go to let's go to tomorrow, and I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna attack this shit early. You yeah, know? So, you can't you can't let yesterday ruin today too. Yeah, you know? because that, if that's... if you get in that cycle, man, it's just really hard. Because it, it, the worst part about it is it's like the universe will just know you feel like shit. So then you just happen to find people who also want their your company now, and before yeah. you know it, you're fucking. You guys, you've had two days of just like, like doing nothing besides like having a couple of drinks and just talking about stupid shit. Like, like, wait a minute, I need mm, to get the hell out yeah, of here. Let me, me just get my mind. Give me right. Some fucking clarity, man. <laughs> give me some fresh air. Give me some sunshine. No, it's yeah, so don't do that. You know, we talk about people and the people you surround yourself with um, mm-hmm. is is so important. And the projecting of of people's emotions and and how they feel about themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, you run into that in not just business. And, and not just somebody who's trying to pursue a musical career, because that's that's even a bigger. I imagine somebody who's like, well, like really, you want, really, like you want to be a hip hop star? Is, <laughs> is, that, is that is that your thing? Like, because I get I get I get that. You know, when I got on the radio, they're like, well, when are you going to get back in radio? I'm like, I'm done. Like, I'm 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 done with that that is yeah. a, it's a dying entity. I'm moving on to something new, something that I really have a passion and a drive for. Yeah. But if you have you know people who are fearful for you they this goes into like if you're into fitness if you're into you know eating healthy if you like the, any anything that you're into that some people classify as uncomfortable mm-hmm. like oh man i don't i couldn't get up and run and why why are you getting up early and running you know why what are you doing posting all this stuff about hey you know listen to this you know you're gosh man you're really doing a lot of uh, something that bothers me a lot of the time and once you can like separate that negativity from like Oh man, maybe I am doing this too much, or maybe I'm working too hard. Maybe you know, maybe mm-hmm. I should take a day off and not hustle today. It's not you; it's them. Mm-hmm. They are looking at you as something that man. That's I. I don't want to be that uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to wake up every day and you know wake up on a Saturday and know that I have to go in and I have to work or I have to you know mm-hmm. put some hours in here, do this or hey, it's it's not just all fun and games. You actually have to. You know, if something comes up and you have to jump on it, you have to jump on it. Yeah, so you really got to, you got to, you don't have to hate those people. You don't have to hate on them. You can just mm-hmm. understand that they are uncomfortable with how comfortable you are being uncomfortable, if that made any sense. Yeah. If you, if you, uh, 
if you're an entrepreneur, you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Absolutely. You have to. Because if you're not feeling like you're doing too much, then guess what? You're not. Yeah. Like you have to always be doing a little bit more. Like I didn't want to go down and wash my windows at the shop today and wipe the creases and all this shit. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't want to pay somebody else to do it. Right. So, yeah. Well, yeah, so I'll take some time and go down yeah. there and just do the shit. You know what I mean? So yeah, if you can dig through the shit. And there's always going to be shit. There's always going to be things like having to clean your windows or computer crashes or just shit you got to deal with. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to understand that, that that's just a part of being an entrepreneur. That's just things yeah. are going to come up. And if you're the boss, you're the top dog, you're the shot caller, mm-hmm. you're going to have to be the one to deal with it. Yeah. And if you're not ready to, to sweat, if you're not ready to be dog tired at the end of a day mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe have to miss out on some things that, you know, and you try not to, I think when you have kids, you really, you have to put that into your day. Um, cause I think it's important, but you also want them to see you working. You mm-hmm. want them to see what it's like to, yeah. to come home with, you know, with bloody knuckles and, you know, mm-hmm. finger that got smashed in the door earlier this morning yeah. <laughs> and, and just go, damn, my dad like got after it today. Yeah. You know, I know that, my kid has gotten up and he's been in a crabby mood and I've, you know, tried to lighten it up. Yeah. Like he knows at the end of the day, dad went and hustled today. You know, yeah. he tried to put me in a better spot. You want to have that be a part of it, but you've got to be able to handle the bullshit that comes every single day. Cause it's always going to be there. It's always something. And a lot of, a lot of times, uh, you know, you have to deal with, um, somebody else's actions. Yeah. So you, <laughs> you're apologizing for shit that you didn't even do, but you know that, it's not their fault, mm. first off. Second, you have to protect your brand. Always do whatever you really can mm-hmm. do to protect your brand. You know what I mean? Because it's the, it's the 20 to 1 rule. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's a bad experience. It can tell everybody. Everybody. You know, you have an awesome experience. You might just tell your wife. Yep. That was you know? really great. I went, I went Man, to that it, restaurant. That was delicious. Yeah, it was amazing. It, it was, yeah. Or maybe yeah. you tell your friend at work, but yeah. you don't, you're not telling, you have a bad experience with something and it's, it's just really easy just to go on a rant, you know People what I mean? Because you're pissed off. to bitch. They love <laughs> yeah. to bitch. You know, and they so. get on social media and they one star you and they're like, ah. <sighs> yeah, man. So it's, the NFL had a, had a, has a big thing. It's called protect the shield. And it, and that's. The NFL has gone, and I use it as an example because they've gone through a lot of tumultuous things with some of the decisions they've made, but a lot of times some of the decisions that their players have made. But it's the shield, and you have to, you know, they've made some really good choices, and the NFL has made some really bad choices in how they protect the shield. But at the end of the day, it's still the most watched sport in America. Mm-hmm. They're still putting that brand out there, and they're starting to, and they have in the last several years, really kind of be like, oh, got an issue, going to take care of that. Got an issue. Going to take yeah. care of that. There yeah. may not be a whole lot of like you know retrospective things happening unless there's you know really hard evidence. But they're always team brand is one thing. Put your logo out there. People can mm-hmm. have their opinions on the logo, and some teams handle themselves differently. But for the most part, they're all pretty well protecting of their their emblem. You know. Mm-hmm. But the NFL itself, the the boss of all 32 teams, mm-hmm. is like you know what we're here to do: protect this brand. We got something negative happening over here. We're going to apologize for it. We're going to deal with it. And then you know, we're going to do something positive. Yes, and then we're going return. to go out and, and get in the communities and do NFL Play 60, which they you know they did mm-hmm. to get uh, kids out and active, or you know their their breast cancer awareness stuff they do in October for the games. And so I, I think that that's 
if you kind of look at at how that's handled and and the NFL just because it is the biggest sport in the, in the country you have to kind of handle it like they do your brand is the most important thing that's out there and mm-hmm. it is it may not be worth $11 right now yeah exactly someday that brand can be worth millions and millions of dollars mm-hmm. you don't want something that you took a day off of protecting your brand that avenue to get to your next financial goal or your next you know opportunity is yeah. gone because you tarnished the brand and it's double the work if not triple the work to get that back to where it was before it takes yeah a lot of a lot of time and you know we none of us know how much time we have so yeah yeah and you have to you have to live that way too you yeah, know you can a, have your goals have your plans have your how your day is going to go yeah but but just know if you don't max effort today yeah because once once you put in all that effort to get where you are what do you think comes after that? Do you think you can just like ease off now? And you yeah. Just you don't back? take your foot off the gas. No, you have to just keep. You have to keep the same consistency and the same. I mean, like you can lose your passion for something, mm-hmm. but like I said, being able to separate the whole business and the personal thing is like you can lose your passion for it, but you also have a grip on your, you know, your responsibilities. Right. So you got to be able to just pull through. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who have that passion and that drive and that that inner fire within them, mm-hmm. if if they get to a point where it's if their number one business model goal, whatever they are they're in business for, chances are along the way somewhere, if they're at a point where they're tired of it, they've probably laid some tracks and groundwork in mm-hmm. other areas to say, you know what, if, if at one point I want to sell this piece of the you know puzzle off, yeah. I got these 12 things that, you know, and this one's doing well and you can kind of, sure. you know, they, if you have that in you, yeah. it's never just one thing. I think you're an example of that it's never just here. I, I'm going straight forward and this is my only goal. Cause I, I think got we it. all get bored and we get a little stagnant. Yeah. You know, so like if you already have interest in something else and you see like, you know, something that you can fulfill there, go after it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we get bored. Like how, how, like you couldn't do, like you could do the podcast probably all the time, but you probably have other hobbies and stuff that you like to spend, you know what I mean? Because it just gives you a break. I probably get a lot of my good ideas while I'm sitting there cutting hair or I'm in the studio, but then I have an idea for like (coughs) clothes or I have an idea for what the video should look like. So I'm like, Oh shit, this is great. I'm so happy you said that shit over there. So I just writing this idea down, you know, bouncing ideas off, off your friends too like for me is my like my favorite thing you could just be having a conversation a joke pops up but something else just snaps into your head and you're just like oh you're an idiot thanks for saying that you know (laughs) but yeah i think you you may have like the 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 vision laid down but sometimes little anecdotal things will happen throughout your day yeah the friend with the joke or you'll see something like That's it. You know, that's the fucking, you know, yeah. trying to put a square together. That's the last top. That's the last piece on top of it. It could be something, or it could just be something crazy. Like yeah. it, it could be someone that you met, you helped them out. They shared that story with somebody else. That person is the person who's letting you get this next little step of your life even. Right. Or someone you needed, like you've been looking for something and that person just knows them. Like it always falls together. You know what I'm saying? If your intentions are pure. Yeah, and you're not just walking around being an asshole every day, you know. Yeah, the networking is so vital, and I think being a decent human being to everybody that you you encounter in your life, and not going after people who you just like you said you want. I, well, I'm talking to this person. This person's on the podcast, or making this phone call, or I'm tagging this person in something because 
I'm trying to get through them to the next guy in line, or this guy's got an in on this, or I want. In. Mm-hmm. If you just genuinely approach somebody with, here's who I am, my visions, my life, and you have a positive interaction with that person, that person's gonna be like, yeah, you know, Scotty Benz, yeah, I, I heard his podcast, or yeah, I, I checked yeah. out his video, man. Have you seen this stuff? And dude, he's got this thing going on. He's got that thing going. On. Oh man, that. Ooh, I'm gonna go check out the, you know, the clothing line. I'm gonna go jump on. All of a sudden, that person knows somebody. I mean, it's the mm-hmm. six degrees of Kevin Bacon thing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it really is. If somebody yeah. knows somebody who knows somebody, yeah. who they encountered, you know, at a on a vacation in Cancun, they're like, oh yeah, I ran into so and so, and now we're buddies on Facebook. And now, yeah. you know, you can really start to build your empire because of the network that you build and how you, how you treat people, how you interact with people. It's yeah. so vital, so vital. It's crucial. Scotty Benz, Chapin Turner, Chip. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, brother. Appreciate you having No, me really appreciate me you coming on uh, and, and all the adventures and, and letting people know that they're going to encounter something in their life that could hold them back from being a better person or being a better entrepreneur or being a better father. To know that you can get through anything. You, you sure. The word can't is thrown around a lot. I can't do that. I can't. I can't make this business idea work. I can't make that. I, I'm so nervous talking to people on the phone. I can't make th- if you like, we talked about goals. You set those little itty bitty goals in front of you, and all of a sudden, one after another, man. can't turn into. Well, I, I can do that. I, I can. Mm-hmm. You can't figure it out. There's so many ways to learn how to do things. You know, keep on learning. I think you've shown a lot of people that you can go and do and be and hustle and have ideas. And it's it's okay to you know see those ideas and, and move forward with them. And that's you know it's inspiring stuff. And I thank you for the time and the inspiration for for myself and my goals. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. Like I said, uh, check me out online, Scotty Benz, all social platforms. And also, uh, if you want to make an appointment, go to chipsbarbershop.com or clothing, peoplesuckapparel.com. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Fucking genius. I, I love it. Uh, thank you for the time. Enjoy uh, you know, the next steps. I know you got a lot of irons in the fire, man, and, and we wish you nothing but the best of luck. Let's get you back on sometime, man. Hell yeah. Can't wait. <laughs>